And thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 233, for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is Let's Look Back and Laugh. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Face and I play a goblin hunter. This is Root. I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the world of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 233 of Hearthcast, we're going to go over some of your look back and laugh moments in WoW. And you're going to get a lesson on how to properly crash the auction house. And don't forget, stay tuned after the show for another installment of Aspect of the Daddy. So, Freckleface! Hi, Root. How has your week in the Blizzard universe been? Well, I did get some good Hearthstone in. Sweet. Yeah, did some Arena. How, how far did you get? Uh, well, I did get a run that was six wins, Ooh, which is really good, that is good. for me. It's good for yeah. anybody. And then I did one right after that and only got one, so Aww. that's just kind of how Arena works. Yeah. You know, luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... Really going to play WoW this weekend, like a lot of WoW this weekend. You had the best intentions. I did. But? And then Lightning. Oh. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. There is a lot of fried electronics at yeah. Freckleface's house. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. On any any level. No, no. No. Could you make toast in the morning? Yes. Okay, then. Yes. But all the basic stuff, but um, had to get a new modem, something about the network card got fried. My computer apparently needs a new motherboard, I think. Wow. Still in the process of getting like parts ordered and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I probably go to the extreme at Mr. Root's house, you know? Yeah, you got the uber fancy search detectors. I look at it this way. The best way I can describe it is I have enterprise level equipment at my home. <laughs> so, because that's what I do. So, I wouldn't, I have to do it at home because right. that's what I do. So, right. I'm not the one who deals with the computers know, in the I house. Know. I just know that, you know. You get some sweet hand-me-downs from Cannon Face, though. I do, yeah. He so. upgrades his stuff, and then I get his hand-me-downs from his upgrades and upgrade for me. Yeah. So. So is he upgrading? I'm upgrading now, because oh. he's got to buy me new stuff anyways, so I might as well get an upgrade. Might as well buy himself some new stuff. And get- <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I bet you he's getting a sweet motherboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, the first night that it happened, um, we had no internet in the house. Uh, how did you survive? That's the thing. Like we were both kind of staring at each other, like, "What is there to do?" We're so relying yeah. on that, like games. Not even that, but like you know, if we're like, "Oh, we're gonna watch some TV." We watch Netflix. <laughs> that don't work when there's no internet. Nope. Nope. I know, and and the whole art of conversation. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> See here. Okay, so next time, Freck, that that happens, mm-hmm. pretend you're having a podcast, and just you know, podcast away. <laughs> <laughs> but we use our but our outline is on the internet though. Well, I know. I but just, just you can just fake everything. It. Everything. Pretend podcast. Pretend podcast. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. There, there used to be a time, and I wish I had them again, where I used to take these unplugged weekends. 
Right. Used to come around in October, and I would we would go to a city called St. Augustine here in Florida, and uh, my kids would go to my sister's house, and all my electronics could stay home except for a cell phone, which then I would mm-hmm. leave turned in like standby mode. Or, right. It was on in case of emergencies, but I didn't check you didn't it. Check it. Well, but that's that was nice. that was voluntary. Yeah. Yours not so much. No. Well, you didn't have internet on your cruise. Again, voluntary. Yeah. And I could have had. If I wanted to pay the $20 a minute or whatever, <laughs> outrageous. $1,000 to have it for the whole cruise. It was crazy. It was very... Yeah. Now, if you remember, I did get online when we got to Nassau, though. Right, yeah, right. I Use checked Wi-Fi. Up, yeah, checked up on things. It was good. Yeah, you got to get your uh, ore auctions going. I did do some flipping while yeah. I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the computer will be fine. It's just kind of on the hiatus right now, so hoping to you get back into that soon. So, how's your week been? Fantabulous. What makes it fantabulous? Well, number one, I got my staff of uh, Hail Mage Fire from Molten Core. Okay. Been running that, and it's not, I mean, it is a non-issue to run Molten Core. Right, level 60. Yeah. And you're 90. Right. So the the biggest problem is how big that place is. Confusing. No, it's not very confusing. Well, you get the one bosses that don't come out unless the other bosses are dead. It's slightly confusing. Well, okay, but you know which way to go get them, and then you're fine. But now I don't have to go back there anymore until I see another piece that might drop in there. Which was good because you remember that you and I, we had to get attuned or whatever for lower black rot depths or upper spire. Right. Whatever it was. And when I did that, like the very first boss in that one was some guy you had to mind control and do something with and pop eggs. I don't know. Very confusing. I died. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So I had already kind of... Uh, Come to a conclusion that I'll be running Molten Core for a very long time. Not so. I got it. So Well, awesome. That was cool. Uh, it's Team Minds. I put a picture up on the Twitters today, so you can go back and look at that if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, working on my rep there with the Shao Hao guy. And, uh, I, you know, after about a bubble, I'm pretty much done killing those guys. A bubble of rep? Yeah. That's your quota for the day? It's it's enough. Yeah. It's Especially when there's other people up there who... You know, it 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 becomes very the competitive. The competition for the mobs is kind of intense. Yeah, what yeah. I like about it though is there's a lot of people who have to like build up something for like a charge or right. And I'm just like, yeah, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, he's mine now. <laughs> so I had some people who were not happy with me. I had a guy say tisk tisk to me, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, and then was while, it in say or was it? Whisper? It was in say <laughs> tisk tisk. <laughs> Uh, and then while I was up there, I had a guy who wanted to group with me. He asked me if I could help him kill one of those red dragon guys. I guess it's for some quest or something. Or something you had to get like an egg from him or something. Oh, okay. Early on in the Timeless Isle. So I said, sure, no problem. Let's go kill somebody. Let's go. Let's go kill. And then he pulled two. Oh. And he freaked out. Right. And he's like, run, run, I pulled two. And I'm like, well, what do, no. And so, you know, I killed, I killed him. I'm like, come back. Stay, just stay. It's fine. And I was like, son, listen, there are two things warlocks don't do. And one of them is running away. And the other one is cry. That's right. We don't cry. We don't run away. And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot you guys have soul stones. I'm like, no, that's after we die. And I didn't use that. These are just, they're not difficult. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know. He's like, I didn't realize warlocks were so powerful. I'm like, we're not. These mobs are easy. <laughs> you know? Well, it's tuned for what? 
522. That was yeah. That was about 5.3 yeah. patch yeah. eye level yeah. now. So. so if you take a fresh 90 in there, yeah, you're going to eat But 90 now, it's pretty yeah, it's, much like butter. It's not, it's not yeah. well, sometimes a cold butter yeah, and, and a cold knife, <laughs> but sometimes not. So. Isn't that the worst? Should I put that on toast? Oh, it breaks the toast? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I also ran um, a World Boss Tour over an open raid. Those things okay. are still going on. They're still fun to do. They're still relevant because you have a chance, you know, of getting a mount from a pretty one. Yeah, from a the majority. Yeah, from let's see, there's a mount that drops from uh, uh, the Shah of Fear, right? Is that him? He's anger. Anger. Yeah. Shah Fear is in the terrace. All right. So Shah of Anger, he drops a, a mount, like a dragon mount, I think. And then um, Cloud Serpent. That's what he oh drops. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then uh, what's the other guy? The big lizard dude. Galleon. Yeah, Galleon. He drops son of Galleon. Right. Right. I don't know what Nalix if he drops anything, but another cloud serpent. I think. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. well, I mean, it's still fun to do. And then you end up doing Ordos and Celestials at the end of those. So I've been trying to do right. that as opposed to the uh, the Blizzard, you know, op- other raids queue. Right. Just because it seems to be more fun, and by the time you get to those two, everybody's kind of used to everybody else's play style and, and joking around a little bit and. So it doesn't make yeah. it because lately here, man, you get to the Ordos kills and people just they 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 track trash up in there. They don't know what they're doing. You're like, this is so it's it's dejecting sometimes. You just feel depressed and you know you want to go shoot kittens or something. <laughs> in WoW, of course, you go okay. find the cat lady and shoot her cats. <laughs> Never do that in real life. <laughs> I always feel guilty doing that even in game. Do you really? It's kind of funny. Why? I don't know. Now there is a, the guy has a bunch of sheep over in the mountains near uh, uh, yeah. wetlands. If you uh, go up and kill, a sheep will come out and yell at you. Yes, I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been around him in a while, but I do remember him. By the way, uh, Freckleface, you and I got some business to talk about We here. do have business. We have, uh, where's your dollar? I didn't. I didn't do it this week. All right. Well, do I still owe a dollar? Yeah, it doesn't All matter. All right. Let me get my wallet. Okay, because I got my dollar right here. All right. I get my. Hold on. <laughs> uh, get change for five. No. I wasn't prepared today. You know what? There is change for five. You go to the kitty. There's plenty. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. All right. So you got dollar. All right. Yeah. You, you already told me you didn't run it yeah, this week. No, so, there's, so all right, there's no <laughs> nothing for you. No. All right. Well, I ran it twice. So rude. <laughs> yes, freckle face. <laughs> Out of your two runs for Karazhan. Yes. Either time did the mount drop for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> did not happen. Uh, no. Figured. At all. All right. Well, but what's cool is now, like, just you know, I can pull everything, which is no big deal. I can pull everything all the way, including the the the, the horseman. And okay, yeah, you're it's getting very down your quick. getting down your habit, getting it down really streamlined. Quick. Well, with your dollar and my begrudging dollar, that brings the kitty up to eight dollars. Wow. Okay, it's yeah. right. It's because it was six last week. Yeah. Eight this week. Yeah. It's uh, man, it's getting up there, Frank. Getting up there. <laughs> It's not going to be too long before uh, we're like 20, 26. We can't be 25, but $26. No, it's going to be good. Hey, but we do have a very interesting email here. I'm 
going to preface this by saying this was an in-game email that came to uh, my my main on uh, on my main server, and uh, I had uh, messaged a guy who uh, he and I are, are, are the top exchangers or sellers or whatever you want to call it of Ghost Iron Ore. And so I kind of messaged him, just you know, friendly. How you doing? What's going on? Blah, blah that kind of thing. Nothing, nothing major. Trying to get to know your competition. Well, just no, just you know, seeing what's up. You know, friendly. And his response to me reads as follows: Hey, I have a feeling you're just buying Ghost Iron Ore and relisting it. Why are you doing that? I am selling it for people to use, not for people like you to buy it just to sell it again. Please stop buying my ore. Well, yeah. What say you to that? Uh, I said you're making money. Period. Relax. Period. Send. That's a good response. <laughs> and I have not been home since, so I don't know because they don't have mail on the mobile app That's yet. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, there, I got to say something here on that. What's that? When I saw that he had replied originally, I, I was like, oh, cool, this dude replied. Yeah, how cool <laughs> is that? And I was expecting yeah. some little like, yeah, man, we're making a lot of money. You yeah. know, something, I don't know, something. And then and I got that. It's like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just rip that out and stomp on it, why don't you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Grind it on into the ground. Back up with it over your car. Wait, back your car up over it? <laughs> Words different come out sometimes. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about him later, though, in the show when we come up to the auction house tip okay. about how you would properly crash the auction house. Let's look back... And laugh. For many of us, we've been playing World of Warcraft for so long that the mistakes we made when we started out seem hilarious to us now. We ask the community to share those moments that are funny now, but maybe not so much at the time. White Green Gray said he started off on a laptop and it took him months to work out how to dive down underwater. And a wipe in Steam Falls was just not any fun. Doing the ship daily in Grizzly Falls, I was reenacting the scene from Titanic and was standing on the bow and fell off. <laughs> Back in BC, I was an SSC and we got to that water boss with the Murlocs. My cat walked on the keyboard and wiped the entire raid. Needless to say, I was kicked from the raid because I couldn't control my cat, but it's funny now. <laughs> It'd be better if he was a hunter, too, right? <laughs> I had been farming Nax 25 with my guild for what seemed like years to get my tear helm. The guild master had a wife that would log on occasionally. She wasn't that great, but because of her connection, she would always get whatever gear piece she wanted. Well, we were halfway through our night when she logs on and gets an invite. She hadn't even been online for the past three weeks. Everything was going fine until the tear helm piece dropped. Momentarily happy, totally expecting to be first in line for it, I was the only other person who needed on it besides her. She got it. So much rage ensued, I almost G-quit. But now, I just laugh. Kinda. The first time on beta, asking to defy us to stop attacking me. 
I was young. <laughs> As a very young hunter on my first tune, I was wandering through crossroads and questing, minding my own business. An orc came through and asked me if I'd like for him to enchant my armor and gear. I said sure, and not knowing any better, asked how do we do that. He said just drop it on a trade window, I'll enchant it and send it right back. Sounded very easy. To make a long story short, I had to tuck my tail between my legs and run back to Ogremar naked and alone. Never saw the orc again. It's like, it's, it's like the crossroads <laughs> walk of shame. <laughs> it would be the best if they RP'd walked all the way back. <laughs> Stopping every few paces to sigh. <laughs> Very first tune was a night elf hunter, still have her, back in the day when you had to feed your combat pets to keep them happy and loyal. Well, I couldn't figure out how to feed the darn thing. It's so obvious now it's funny, but I struggled and struggled with that. And when I finally figured out how to feed the pet, I had the wrong food for him. Can't tell you how many pets abandoned me before I managed to keep them happy enough to stay. <laughs> <laughs> That used to be the worst thing. That used to be huge. I ran away again. (laughs) I can remember. I think I used to send you like crab meat or something at one point in time. Yeah. Way back in the day. (laughs) Your pet does not like that food. Oh yeah. Not a good error message to get. No. Like what? What does this pet eat? (laughs) What? Why does he not like it? (laughs) It's crab. You should eat this. That's good. With my first tune, I purchased my very first flying mount and took off running off the griffin roost into Stormwind and fell flat in the water, not knowing I had to purchase the flight license as well. So, I used to think you had to run before you could fly, like you had to have a running start and then press the space bar. (laughs) I don't know why, but I used to think you had to run to go. (laughs) Good times. Slow falling instead of taking the elevator boss in BWD and ending up in the pit pulling Anixia during my first raid with my guild. They just stood there on a platform laughing and waving at their new mage tank who was dying of embarrassment. They didn't kick me. In fact, they made me an officer after a while, so I obviously made an impression. I still get the jitters when I go in there, though. <laughs> That's got to be bad if you go to someone who reminds you of the negative. Like, oh, I remember when I embarrassed myself in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't even look a Nixie in the like eye. A, it's like a terror. Things are always worse when you had that moment of anticipation before it happens. And like slow falling to your death. It's like <laughs> the worst thing ever. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Nothing okay. you can do to stop it. You can't change direction. Just like. You're, uh... <laughs> You're watching your own train wreck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back during BC in Magtheridon's lair, I had targeted one of the cubes while everyone is getting ready for the fight. I tipped my glass of vodka onto the one button and wiped the raid. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so you don't drink and raid. <laughs> we were we were we were in a raid and it was a single boss, I remember who it was, but we knew it was time to call the raid because their tank's like, Which one should I get aggro on? There's, there is only one. No, there's, no, there's two. All right, we're calling the raid for the night. <laughs> I couldn't find the entrance of Silvermoon since you need to run left or right, and I couldn't turn my mouse, so I didn't see you could go in there, so I drowned trying to get in. 
Is there even water near Silver Moon? Are you trying to swim under? Swim under? <laughs> like the whole island? I don't understand that. <laughs> that. That's a confusing one to me. <laughs> I thought I sucked at WoW because I couldn't solo no more gown. I ran it by myself for hours one night, dying over and over and cursing a lot. My sister finally saved my sanity and told me it's a group thing. <laughs> so they were going into Nomergon as a solo player, right. probably back when it was at level, right. and wondering why they're getting really their mad. butt hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So when Mr. Pandaria first came out, and you know, I've described it as Disneyland, where everybody just scattered in a theme park, and it was me and another guildie, and we kind of we walked up on the Shaw of Anger. We're like, what's that? Well, that thing looks huge. Should we attack it? We'll probably die. Let's attack it anyhow. <laughs> One shot at us both. Okay, we can't do that. We'll come back. We'll be able to solo it in like a week. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> For the first three months I played WoW, Holy Priest and Vanilla, I equipped bullets from my wands. <laughs> no joke, they say. They say they <laughs> How does that even work? I don't know. I got revenge on the first run of Murlocs you see outside of Goldshire. Aggroed them all and just ate them. I had died so many times there, but the five or six guys that were leveling got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. Revenge. Yeah, revenge, yeah. or like you go into some place and like maybe you're looking for like a rare drop, like a recipe or something, and you go and you like aggro all the mobs, you kill everybody, and then you turn around and realize there's a dude there who's like, uh, questing. <laughs> oh, sorry. On a group, then you can't, and then, you know, so. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. The first time leveling my druid, I fell off Tedrasil, and it took me an hour to get to my body. <laughs> Remember, because you couldn't... I've been there, I know, because you couldn't fly. Right, and then you couldn't, like... You're, like, out in the middle of the ocean, like, on some branch. Like, yeah. I like back up there. <laughs> Just res at the spirit healer yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. Remember when you couldn't go back to the graveyard, though? You get lost? Yes. Like, where the yeah, heck Well, now they have the return to graveyard. Right. Then. Before that, if you got lost, you're just stuck. Yeah. yeah Nothing like, to do. Ain't no one can come help you no. in the spirit world. No, you can't. No. <laughs> one thing I hated was forgetting to set a new hearth. I would be halfway across the map and hearth and find myself back in the start zone. <laughs> back in my day, that was a long run. So I've done this uh, when questing, you know, you quest, 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 and you're thinking, okay, uh, I was just at that, that inn over there because I got a quest from the innkeeper. Let me hearth on back. And you're like, whoa, no, this is not the right place. Right. Um, okay, now I need to take a flight path. I need to take a boat. Get, you know, <laughs> and the thing with like uh, leveling with Zyger guides, you set your hearth a lot because it's part of the questing experience. According to Zyger guides, you'd run through places you set your hearth at that whatever location. You go do questing. You hearth back because right. it you. It's a faster way to level. So there are plenty of times when people are like, "Why are you hearth there?" I'm like, oh, yeah. is that what you guys told me to. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my weapon skill up back in the day when you had to. I once went through a dungeon on my druid using only my staff and auto attack because I thought I needed to raise my weapon skills with the staff. Go melee druid. You had like ninety nine. Fist. Oh, I have the achievement. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just got it just for just for fun. Yeah, I have the uh, the fist achievements. I don't think you can get that anymore, can no, you? No, you can't. Yeah. Feet of strength. <laughs> now there's no weapon skills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was young druid story here for me, too. Uh, I was running around in the 
what is that area across the the water from Tedrasil? You take the hippogriff. Um, Ashenvale. Ashenvale. I'll go with that. And there was a guy who was like fighting this bear, and I was like, "Dude's getting his butt kicked." And so right. I killed the bear, right. and he's like, "I am trying to level my weapon skills." <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, thought he's gonna kill you." <laughs> he goes, "No, I had." I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> It was stressful moving to new zones. I wandered into Fellwood as a level 20. Stay on the path, they said. You'll avoid monsters, they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They still come across the path. Yeah, if you're you know low enough, they, yeah, they come from, like... Miles. Yeah. Yeah, they sniff you out. They do. They know. They're like, fresh blood. Yeah. Level 20 in Fellwood. <laughs> <laughs> Having gold... As a level 26 dwarf warrior at age 12 in vanilla, I was literally flabbergasted that anyone could have more than 10 gold. <laughs> oh, uh, things change. Right? Yeah. Right? I think you can get a you get more than that turned in a quest now, some of them. Yeah. You get more than do. that from junk to drops <laughs> from Blingtron. <laughs> when I first started and people used to say I'm going to go farm for gold, I thought they meant with, like, pigs and cows and sheeps, and they would literally farm. (laughs) Well, now we do. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) I was once a level nine human warlock, and somehow I ended up near the Torrens. (laughs) I don't know how that happens, but that's a bad time. Well, you know, if you're wandering around and exploring, it's a cool place. Yeah, but that's a a human. You're starting out in the opposite continent. Well, you know, you wander. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden you're there and you're just like, oh, and they sniff you out. (laughs) You remember that time we ported that guy in uh, when he had your refer friend buddy? Oh, right, right, right. And he had the the, the teleport spell and we teleported the teleport. Yeah. Well, we're sitting there right by the guys who are like looking the other way, going, "I don't see anything." He shows up, and they're like, "Ha!" <laughs> and one shot him, and he's going, "Guy, hey guys, we're like, oh, just right out, dude. Okay, we got to kill all these people." So he can... That was fun. Yeah. Seeing any mob that was at least one level higher, I always thought it was impossible to kill them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I still see that. Look at somebody go, well, it does say elite. (laughs) (laughs) When pre-Wrath Patch came out, everyone was getting bitten and spreading disease around the auction house and in the bank, and they was killing everyone and NPCs. You would get on a flight path flying somewhere, and you would die mid-flight. You'd fall off a cliff to your death. You'd be sent to your graveyard three lands away from his body. What they're talking about here is that corrupted blood incident where you would get a debuff on you that was supposed to spread to other people in your raid and be handled as a raid-wide buff or debuff. But instead, people would would leave the location and and it would still spread to anybody else around them because it wasn't contained to the instance of raid. Right. So (laughs) it was um, Zulgrub was the one that it it was happening in. So they came out of there and spread that thing. All the people were dying left and right. It was amazing. Bell Reavers, gotta wonder, how can something that big and noisy sneak up on you while you're questing? <laughs> it's happened to me more than I like to admit. You know, I'll still go up there, and they still scare me. 
because you go up there like maybe I'm up there, you know, uh, for fell iron ore, you know, mining it for somebody or, you know, because there's not enough of them in the auction house. Right. So we'll throw some up there. And I bet and I was like, Roar! it's like, oh, okay. Now, now, now that you scared me, we're going to talk. <laughs> and by talk, I mean my fist in your face. And then they die. Does it make you feel avenged? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And then I cry on their corpses. You cried in the corpses? No, I don't, because warlocks don't cry. That's what I was wondering. No. No. I spit on them. But then I'll rest. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> I cry tears of blood for them. So I started off on a Manorau server, and if rumors are true that Robin Williams was a troll shadow priest by the name of Jet, then I got killed repeatedly by him. It irritated me to no end, but I can now look back back on that and laugh and be sad at the same time. Aww. That'd be something kind of neat to be able to say. Yeah. 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 A little touching there, but still, you know, I can see the fondness and the sadness and the fr- I can see it all. Right, all, yeah. Range of emotions right yeah. there. Because now you can't really be mad at because it's Robert Williams. I know, you can't. What about you, Frank? Any kind of moments that you look back on and just laugh? I think I've talked about how when I was running dungeons with my guild in the Burning Crusade days, I was just obsessed with pickpocketing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I felt the need to pickpocket everything in the instance that would hold up the whole instance, people waiting on me. <laughs> you do that when, anyhow. You like, you like, like there's something to mine, there's something yeah. to skin. Yeah, I like, I like to collect things. It's my thing. Oh, yeah. It's right. But uh get to the last boss, and I decided, you know, it's this big classroom type thing i forgot what the actual instance was sounds like Sholomance. no it was the one in Akindon, one of those okay and it was, guy, it was one of the instructors who so got the big class so there's a whole bunch of mobs that had to go past to uh pickpocket the boss and not only did he not have anything in his pocket he saw me and then everyone <laughs> saw me and then everyone saw my friends and there goes the raid <laughs> 30 versus five and we did not win that fight <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Were they mad at you? Ah, uh, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, You know, there's so many of them because, you know, I didn't play WoW right to begin with. You know, when I was uh, farming to que- or to level when I was leveling right. without doing questing and I was just skinning. Just killed raptors killed until raptors. like level 40. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I would say probably the moment I can look back and laugh on most now is not understanding gear stats. So I used to look at something and go, I have uh, this ring and its item level is 200. And this ring that just dropped, item level is 225. So that one is obviously better than what I have on. Whether it had spirit, hit, didn't matter to <laughs> <Agility>. me. <laughs> didn't care. I figured that's good. I, what, I looked at it and went, hey, that gives me plus you know, five spirit, cool. That helping me regen some mana faster. That gives me plus five agility, cool. I can maybe run around faster. Right. You know? So I wasn't looking at it as capping certain stats and all that. I didn't. I didn't know. So now, you know, that's why there's you know the big thing about when I first got to my first real raiding guild, I was a warlock at eighty with a strength ring. <laughs> and they came and they they're like inspecting my gear like oh 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 oh. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh oh. I don't think I had anything right. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, ah, let's uh let's go to the auction house. Why don't we <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you have a strength ring. 
yeah, I can hit harder. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not how this works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so as time goes on, we progress as players and as people. It's funny to look back at these moments that might have seemed stressful at that time and have a laugh. Those memories are some of the best treasures WoW has to offer. We want to give a big thank you to Fred the Geek for posing the question to us and starting such a great conversation. You're listening to HearthCast. Hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you. So I mentioned Fred at the top of the show that I was going to revisit this little uh, bit of, of, uh, of a tip here uh, and crashing the market. And that might have prompted uh, that uh, little bit of a stern email I got. <laughs> it was very stern. It was quite yeah. quite stern. So here's the thing: I have been dabbling quite a bit in the ghost iron ore market, and by quite a bit, I mean for the last couple of weeks, I've been number one in the auction house uh, with amounts of transactions. The problem that I ran into was the the supply went through the roof one day, and it was on a weekend, and it was like literally thousands and thousands of ghost iron ore and i had a bunch of stock that i wanted to move so one of the things you can do with ghost iron ore and anything else that that is a material that can make something else with is you look at what you can make with it like ghost iron ores you can make ghost iron bars with those you smelt them in the bars and it takes two ghost iron two pieces of ghost iron ore to make a ghost iron bar Usually what, what you see in the auction house is that ghost iron bars, stacks of those, go for roughly twice what ghost iron ore goes for because it takes, you know, it's a two-to-one ratio, so it's good. So I decided, well, you know, I really want to get the most out of this. So what I started doing is I went into the auction house and I would post about five stacks at a time and undercut whoever the lowest person in there was by a pretty good percentage and then proceed to undercut myself a couple more times. So I would have about a total of 20 to 25 stacks on there, each group of five undercutting the last one. Now, you have to be very careful about this. You have to watch, because if not, you can lose a lot of gold on this one. But what started happening, because of the volume of ghost iron ore that was in there, is people started canceling their auctions and relisting them under mine, or posting theirs and undercutting mine. To the point where I got... The ghost iron ore down to under a gold uh, a piece. So now we're talking down to under 20 gold a stack. Um, if you look on here, I had a little auction house, uh, wow auction rather, graph that I, that I put. And I'll put it up on Twitter as well. And you can see there's a huge dip in the, in the, mar- in the market where that, where that green and the yellow is right there. The big thing of yellow that goes all the way down. That's where, that's, that's where I crashed it. When it dropped all the way down to the ground like that, that's when I bought everybody. I canceled my auctions, bought everybody else's auctions, and then sold it for, you know, made Ghost Iron Ore, threw it back up on the auction house's Ghost Iron Ore, and made about four to five times my profit margin than I would have made otherwise. So it was really, really cool, I thought. It rebounded fast. You can see where it rebounded pretty quickly. But uh, it was kind of fun crashing it for the couple hours that it, that it, was, that it happened. Um, but yeah, um, so all you really need to do, like I said, is take five or so stacks 
and then you under, you undercut whoever the lowest one is there, obviously, and then you post again undercutting yourself and post again, you know, up to three or four times. You keep undercutting yourself on there, and the people are like, wow, the market's going down. I got to sell this stuff. They'll cancel their auctions. They'll undercut you, and you've already got it low. Now you just cancel your auctions and go buy theirs because it's already lower than, than what you would have, you know, sold it for anyhow. So it's a good way to make gold when the auction house is full of, of that supply. If you can take that and make something else out of it and make a profit. So there you go. Fantastic. I made a ton of gold on it. I'm really having fun with that. I'm still charting it. Your spreadsheet and a... Still spreadsheeting it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a... Uh, I know it's geeky, you know. I don't tell a lot of people about it at work. <laughs> you know, they have, some people have seen their spreadsheet and they go, hey, was, was that something with the network? Yes. It's uptime, you know, <laughs> or, or just something else like, yeah, it's a packet's coming into the network. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't tell them it's my gold chart. Because <laughs> that would just be too nerdy. It, it really would yeah. be. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, I'm keeping more of my gold than I ever have, so that's pretty cool. Well, that about does it for episode number 233. Don't forget the Harvest Festival is going on right now. While there might not be much in the way of rewards, it is a nice time for a refresher on the lore. You can come hang out with us at the Orlando WoW Meetup Group. Our next meetup is September 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Friggin' and Gecklers in Orlando. We are looking for our next contestant for HearthCast AOE. Anyone can play. We only need about 20 minutes of your time in the window between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On any given Monday. Remember, you don't have to be exactly right to win. If you do win, we'll award you with a code for a free year of Curse Premium. I'd like to give a special thank you to all the people who responded on Facebook uh, to Freckleface's posings of questions. Likewise, all those responded to me on the Twitter with them. Those are some really good responses, and we appreciate all of the input you guys gave us to make this show possible tonight. And as we close the show, we do want to thank all of you for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast in iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Broadway Blues with another episode of Aspect of the Daddy, where I talk toddlers, technology, and Tylenol. Today is Labor Day, September. I'm going to bring you a game called Fates Forever on iPad. I'm probably not the only one that's not in the Heroes of the Storm beta or alpha beta. I'm not sure. Heroes of the Storm with uh, Blizzard's take on the whole League of Legends Dota 2 MOBA genre. I'm really excited to 
kind of get my hands in there. I've always wanted to play League of Legends, but I've never gotten past the whole, I heard if you suck, that are going to let you know about it, sort of toxic community that they have going. But Fates Forever is a MOBA, and Fates Forever is on iPad. It's free to play, and it is actually pretty cool. This is the first MOBA that I've ever really gotten, that I've, I've, I've ever played at all. So this is all brand new to me. I know nothing of MOBAs, and Fates Forever did a really good job of showing me some of the basic stuff. Following creeps, attacking towers, defending towers, hero powers, uh, spending your gold that you earn as your character earns gold in the game, and teleporting back and using the store, uh, when to run, when to hide, when to attack. It did a really good job of doing of using the tutorial to make me feel um, like I kind of know what I'm doing. Now, I can't speak for the community because I have not actually done anything but bot matches yet. So I haven't gone out and actually displayed my complete inability to play MOBAs yet. I will get into that soon. Right now, they're running a special. Um, They kind of do the thing where you can purchase the heroes with their currency is called an ore. Right now, they're doing 13 characters for the price of four. So that's their launch bundle. This game is brand new. So for $20, you get to unlock all of the heroes. And they all have their own abilities and strengths and weaknesses. Ten characters plus the next three. There are three that are not even out yet. But for 20 bucks, you can get all of them if this is something that you really want to get into. Now, as far as the heroes go... It's one of those deals where they rotate which ones are free. They gave me one for free, this frog guy for free. Oh, and the heroes are all animals. And it's one map, which I guess in a MOBA is not a big deal because you just use the same map over and over again. But the heroes are all different. Like I said, there's 10 out right now. They rotate each week. So September 1st through September 2nd, 7th, you can battle as May, Lee Chi, and Skippert for free. There are daily quests, just like in Hearthstone, where you can go ahead and use those daily quests to earn ore, which is the currency. And overall, this runs really, really smoothly on my... I have an iPad Mini with Retina display, so it's kind of the newest of the new, at least for now. It runs really smoothly on here. The graphics are amazingly good. I have yet to have this game crash. Now, listening to other podcasts, I've heard that if you have an iPad 2, it is kind of on the low end of the compatibility there, and there are some crashes. But I have personally haven't experienced it. So to recap, Fates Forever. It's a MOBA on iPad, free to play. Uh, there is a launch bundle that's going on right now where you get all of the characters unlocked for 20 bucks. If a MOBA is something that you play a lot and you think you might be interested in, or if a MOBA is something that you've always kind of secretly wished you could play but never really had friends that played and you want to get into it, then uh, Fates Forever is a really good place to start. I'm not going to pimp the website because I haven't updated it in a while, but um, hopefully Tom will allow me to go ahead and start getting that updated again. You can find me on Twitter at Broadway Blues. 
the website is aspectofthedaddy.com, and I appreciate you guys listening. Send me some feedback. No one ever talks to me on Twitter about the show. If there's anything that you want to hear uh, or comments, whatever, hit me up at Broadway Blues on Twitter. Thanks, guys.